Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Yellow Cosmic Seed, and it is the 13th day of the Yellow Human Wave Spell. And it is Lunar Moon Day 8. I feel like the Yellow Human Wave Spell was really long. And so time was stretched out by being in the uh, incarnated sort of central species of planet Earth. Is that fair? Maybe ants are central. Uh, But we sort of, I guess, slow time down in some way by both being excruciating and being really like of matter rather than of spirit. So it's taken some time, and it's over. It is over. Last time I was on the air, I was like, I suspect it's Mercury retrograde in some fashion, and it is. It is the pre-shadow. I think the retrograde is maybe September 3rd or something. But the pre-shadow, for those of us who are sensitive, we will still notice things going haywire in the retrograde typical retrograde way, communication, um, technology, and uh, and then it'll get really crazy as it goes into the retrograde officially, and then it'll be kind of transcendent and cool because you've had a lot of time to give up on technology and communication being easy. You're just rolling with it, and then you get the other advantages of retrograde like it takes you into a timeless place because things from the past are launching themselves into the present there's synchronicities about people appearing from unresolved parts of our history and that's all really sparkling and it's magical that mercury retrograde is real then it gets crunchy again finishing and then there's the post shadow which is really long this time for us to continue to be inconvenienced and just, again, so acclimated to this retrograde tone of, well, my phone is being weird. My computer won't save podcasts, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then after eight full weeks, this retrograde from beginning shadow to post shadow is eight weeks long. That's what we call two months, two moons. So it is a real bear. And uh, that's okay, because 
Retrogrades are pretty much like two months on, two months off. If you go through the whole eight weeks, seven or eight weeks, instead of just the three weeks, which is sort of the standard version of the central, quote unquote, actual Mercury retrograde time. And so if you do the whole eight weeks, you're sensitized to it. It's just sort of like half of your life. So half of our lives are when we just go, well, this is unreliable, this thing. And whoops, I didn't mean to send that. And I didn't mean to say that. And boy, they didn't hear me. My whole thing with my postmaster, <laughs> about three important letters being missing in my life and me presenting to my local post office, which is right next door, like, well, this is seems weird. Is this what we can expect now that like we lose 10% of our mail? I somehow thought he would just be able to say, yeah, sorry about that. But instead, he like turned it around that I had somehow, you know, done something wrong that made my mail not go where it should. And, uh, well, he said machines, you know, if you write it wrong, they're not going to pick that up. Human might. <laughs> so that's very retrograde. The machines are haywire and the letters are just going rogue. But the best part about it was that I kind of fielded this whole topic with him as if we could be sympathetic. We're the same age. Like, wow, postal service has sure changed a lot in our lifetime. Next thing that happened was that I got like a note in my box that I needed to stop reusing stamps because if a stamp arrives on a letter for me that doesn't have a cancellation to me that's just like a stamp that you can use again but it was I was informed that that's illegal <laughs> and from my perspective a perfect way to counteract a disappointed postal customer who's got lost mail is to just like kind of you know I guess, just indulge her desire to reuse stamps, save some money. I thought that would be a perfect way to kind of, you know, in customer service where you, you do a favor for someone who's suffering at your business's failures. And instead I got slapped down. So this is Mercury retrograde. The letters are missing and the postmaster doesn't understand what I'm saying and you know, we're having conflict. That is Mercury retrograde. Get used to it. I go inward. That's always what I do. I know that you might have noticed that. Oh, blue storm wave spell. Just stay alone apart from everyone. <laughs> It'll be easier. Yellow human, just get away from other humans. So you just look at your own humanness. You don't have to kind of deal with the thick, problematic part of humans interacting with each other. Retrograde great time to be on your own inward like in your home safe is what I guess I'm saying it's a really great time to fix things that are broken including I guess looking at my own life my psyche my broke my broken psyche is a good, great thing to address in a retrograde reviewing things remodeling oh perfect so Again, the beautiful part about retrograde, well, there's two, the two facets. One is just like, it's so real. It's, it's clockwork and things can be characterized 
by what we know about retrograde, that is how they are. Like, what is up with that? That is so fantastic. Just like how great it is that when the moon is full, people go nuts. Like, I love these simple truisms that we we treat it like folklore or some kind of like new age, you know, woo-woo stuff. It's just science-y. It's, it's real and actual. So that's the great part of retrograde. And then the other part is um, just, you know, getting into that zone where you just know that everything's going to go sideways. Like that is a wonderful piece of surrender. Um, Personally, I'm not liking some of the sideways stuff yet. So back to Mayan astrology. Natural Time is a podcast about nature and time and that includes like a mercury or retrograde i just don't talk about things i don't know about i don't know about lots of western astrology but i do know about mercury retrograde i feel that i know as much about mercury retrograde as i do about some of the tribes uh the red serpent wave spell starts tomorrow by the time you hear this it'll be that time You get one day red magnetic serpent and then there are 10 portal days in a row. So that would be starting on Thursday. The red serpent wave spell is, I can feel it, right? On the cosmic day, the day before a wave spell begins, the day the previous wave spell is ending, you can feel what's coming. I have a headache, so I know that my physical body is going to show me things that I'm not used to feeling because I live out of my body. You know, I'm sort of an airy celestial gal and I don't sit in my body heavily and really occupy it. So in Red Serpent, we're coming down into our bodies. We're getting very close to the earth. We're not human, we're snakes. So we're lithe. Uh, you know, we're empowered in our bodies. We feel things sensually because that's like our biggest sense is what we're picking up through our skin. Uh, And our bodies, if we're snake-like, are like, you know, one fluid kind of muscle where everything is just moving kind of like in one direction instead of bouncing back with a bunch of like optic nerve synapse I mean these are uh, gibberish language about the science of the body but just like we have all this complicated uh, physical largesse as humans like evolved physique and we can do a lot the snake can do less the snake can do a lot but the snake does a lot less so we will do a lot less and we will notice what is going on with our bodies because we're not distracted by all the thoughts and feelings that snakes don't have lots of complicated thoughts and feelings and plans. And, you know, they're cold-blooded, so they're not going in this big range of surging emotional attachment and loss. And I grieve... So we're going to notice how we physically feel more than how we emotionally feel. And boy, this is the burn. If you've been wearing yourself down, I raise my hand. 
physically, your body, you're going to feel it. I'm so tired today at the end of the day and I'm all, oh, how am I going to work if I feel this tired because I'm touching into my body, I'm close to my body, I'm embodied. And I think Red Serpent will tell us if we're tired. It will tell us if we're depleted, you know, in terms of like harboring illness in our body uh, or infection, you know, the all the versions of that, like how are we? And then anxiety is stirred. I felt that today just also... So like it, we could call it fear, being in touch with fear. Um, I don't think I want to talk about that because it's just like too soon and I'm not sure if that's what's going to come in on this red serpent wave spell. Like you just feel your way into it. There's an array of possibilities or things I've noticed in the past. But again, at the core, this is a time to be reptilian and of of the reptilian race, which is much less um, mental acuity and much more physical reactivity of kind of like preparing ourselves to defend ourselves and fueled by fear rather than fueled by illumination, the yellow human. It's a transition from yellow human to red serpent but the portals of Red Serpent make it kind of cosmic. And uh, do you need a refresher on what a portal is? What is it? I don't want to give you like a real lesson on that. I did that in a recent podcast. Um, I just want to point out that portals are just, you know, the, the word intense, like what does that actually mean? But how it feels is just like a combination of like super heavy and super resonant. Like when something is resonant, it's as if it has an echo that you're like filled with. Like the thing happens and it tremors through you like you're awake to it. That's a really strong portal feeling that I've had. Just like, whoa, whoa, this is the moment when everything that's happening is important. So the intensity is just sort of like, yeah, it's not a regular day or regular series of experiences. There's something deep, uh, like a chasm just in the experience that we fall into it. And that's great. Like Alice through the looking glass or Alice down the rabbit hole. That parable is a portal. You're just like having your experience in the garden and then suddenly you're on acid. But none of it has to be like triggered by actual um, mind or mood alterance. You just walk into a portal and you are in a heightened awareness for a moment or a while. So we hit that on the second day of this Red Serpent Wave spell, White Lunar World Bridger. And we haven't had a portal in a while, so whoa, it's portal day. And then we have another one the next day, blue electric hand, and so on. Um, I'm going to say something about politics. I haven't been thinking about politics, certainly haven't been talking about politics as much. And that is because um, 
I guess I gave up in some way, became overwhelmed. But Joe Biden is a white lunar world bridger. His Mayan birthday is imminent. It is uh, Wednesday. Blue, uh, blue Trump. Donald Trump is a blue electric hand, and his Mayan birthday is the day after Joe Biden's, and it is Thursday. Now, this is important. When it is our Mayan birthday, there is a process leading up to it that often looks like and feels like a challenge. I liken it to being reborn. We were born on our day in the Zolkin. As we approach it, we kind of relive being in the womb and being too big for the womb. I need to get out, like feeling constrained and that everything is like pressing down on us. That stress and kind of the precursor, the kind of stress that is right before freedom and the birth canal, which is even more compressed, like tightens us more now. It feels so squeezed and I can't take it. This pressure and there's people everywhere. These problems. And then, okay, it's my Mayan birthday. I am back into that moment when I was set free from all that constriction. Because being in utero is not always constricting for an embryo. It's very, very floaty in the beginning and dreamy and oceanic. But then the more humanoid and ready to be on the planet, the more constricted it is. So prior to our Mayan birthdays, we feel impeded and uh, that we're the travail might be in, in our lives. So I like to look at that, like Trump is having some travail. But on Thursday, is he going to be set free in some way from his travail? Like that's a curiosity. And Biden, um, I mean, I'm not paying close attention, but he's having like a little reversal, like he's stepping into some kind of acknowledged, you know, kindness is going to be extended to him, even if it won't come from the factions that hate him. But he's gotten some stuff done, as it were. So maybe his Mayan birthday is kind of like, I don't know, maybe he gets to have like, you know, a label of resilience. These are just things I offer so that these public figures can't, we know a lot about by default. You can just use the Mayan astrology to see, well, what is going on with them? And then it's the same for us. If we notice a breakthrough happening for either of these men, um, or that they're in the hot seat or whatever the hell around their Mayan time, then you can use it to learn about your own experience being reborn through the Zulkin. And also to be able to tell people what it is. Like, oh, I'm having a really hard time. And they're like, well, your Mayan birthday's in two weeks. And sometimes Lisa Starr says that it can be really crunchy leading up to it, but then it's usually easier. And I think that's true. It's usually easier after our Mayan birthdays. Okay, so Red Serpent Wave Spell will just unveil itself. I guess the last thing I'd throw in is these portals as we move through them, to me, it is the same as a serpent, a snake, uh, wending its way out of a skin that has um, is dried up and is being discarded. 
So we move through, it's perfect with the retrograde happening. We move through a lot of memories and feelings, feeling memories, you know, like I feel like I used to, uh, because we are feeling something constrictive and desiccated from our lives that we're going to go through and then away from forever. So sometimes the endurance test of the red serpent portals and the red serpent wave spell is just staying with this comfort of reliving old feelings, physical slash emotional and even psychological feeling like PTSD is a feeling state and having to be back in that as something is kind of like just being jettisoned, but we have to wear it one last time before, you know, it goes, I don't know, overboard or to goodwill. Wear that skin, which doesn't fit anymore. It's not comfortable. It was, it was our, as they say, second skin back uh, at one point, but now it, it definitely feels like something that we can't comfortably wear, but we have to, to get it out of our lives. We have to pass through it. Okay, now it's important to jump over to the lunar moon, which I have not been paying as much attention to. Day eight, one quarter of the lunar moon behind us. The question, which I have unconsciously been playing over and over in my mind, what is my challenge? I spend all day working. I'm going to countdown to this party that I'm hosting, and I'm trying to just get my house presentable. And all day while I'm working, I think about what a lame ass I am, <laughs> which is depressing uh, to tell you. I, I'm pretty sure that nobody thinks of me as like a noble figure, but I just like have a uh, part of my brain that just chews me up. It's hard when I do so much physical work, meaning a remodel, because I'm not that good at a bunch of it. So there's a lot of time in the day where I could look at something I've done and be like, well, that doesn't, that is like clearly amateur. And nobody else would live with that except you. Like you're an artist, so you'll live with it the way you created it, but it's like a child made it. Pretty sure this is an exaggeration, but it's kind of the conversation is just like, wow, you've spent almost two years on this house and it's something that any contractor would just shake their head at and be like, let's just tear it down. So I have this like threshold and endless opportunity to be really unkind to myself. And that's my challenge. So my challenge, it's like an Ouroboros. Like my challenge is that I constantly notice uh, what I'm challenged by and how I'm, I guess, failing, but trying to succeed, you know, like I have to keep going, but I'm not that um, nagging. Criticism is very much like the lunar tones, just ah, the weighty, endless spin in our mind, in our reflections of like, this is hard. Well, this is hard. Like, and I'm not good at that. <laughs> That's like a big frame for a lot of my um, brain chatters. Just like, oh, I'm not good at that. 
that's something I'm not good at. And it's not just, you know, the um, carpentry. It just, it radiates outward. Like, I'm also really bad at romantic relationships. And I, like, have one, like, right there at the threshold. And I am all, yeah, I'm so bad at them, though. I mean, I might as well kind of capitulate to that truth that I'm really not good at that. Also childlike. So this lunar moon is just perfectly presenting itself with my obstacles, things that I need to overcome this year, this year of purification, this red self-existing moon year. Our form of service is to move through a really big purification, a rinsing ritual so that we can be cleaner of not just sins, but, you know, that word sin. Like, don't just be cleansed of the things we do badly, but get cleansed of the voice saying that we do things badly. Like, that's my recognized obstacle. It's my challenge. But, you know, lunar moon isn't like, mm, check, first week, I figured it out. We like, you know, being in the old snakeskin, we just have to be with our challenge so thoroughly that we don't forget what it is and that we honestly in the same gesture over 28 days, we also are like really ready for it to go. We can give it away. It's still going to weave in and out of our karma this whole year, but I think by the end of the lunar moon, we're really clear because we've so thickly exposed ourselves to what it is, and it's coming up from the unconscious, making itself conscious. So we're, you know, really grappling with it. We're getting clear about it. We're seeing and sensing it. We have to do that the whole moon. And then when the electric tone comes along, which is divinity helping us and reminding us that we can kind of turn away from our obstacle because there's something we need to do that's going to be helpful and of service. We're both really ready and we really did the work. This is the time of year where we do the work facing our challenges I mean I sound like I know what's going on but seriously I just walk around the house tired and full of sawdust just going yeah I totally can't be in love that's I'm not allowed you know like someone who never paid their library fines and can't check out books that's how I feel about romance so, did I cover everything? Lunar tone. What's my challenge? What's my challenge? What's my challenge? All day long, every day. What is my challenge? And um, the yellow human way spell that was. I think I just want to let it go. I mean, isn't that the thing? It's just been 13 days. Like I said at the outset, I knew that I would be able to do a lot because humans do a lot. And I'm grateful for that, really. And I also knew that I would make a lot of mistakes or feel really errant. And I did and do. And 
Do I feel illuminated? Absolutely. I fell in love in the yellow human wave spell. I started to use that language. It's reciprocal. Still uh, don't have, clearly don't have a sense of how to move forward with that information. But you know, the feelings are real Two yellow humans. I mean, neither of us are in that tribe, but in the yellow human time, two human beings becoming really illuminated and vibrating with light and love and awakening and, uh, you know, being our best selves, which is open and interested and grabbing onto that, like, experience of being alive. Like, yes, that's why we're here, to be connected. Um, that surprised me, you know, it really did. I thought the yellow human wave spell made us dullards and stuck in a, in a body that's not even a fun dog body or a fun monkey body, but it kind of like you get your best human self in the yellow human wave spell, as well as become reminded over and over, this is my point about yellow human wave spell, reminded over and over that we're not deities. So our egos are shattered, but our egos try to be like, I'm a god, but we're not. So we're shown over and over how errant and foolish we are, and how prone to making mistakes we are, which is how we learn, but also how we're reminded No, we're not gods. It's all about, I mean, that's not true, but my overlay a little bit is like, it's all about, you can be an illuminated human when you realize you're not a god. Then it's like, ironically, then you start acting acting more godlike and feeling expansive and being, you know, heartfelt. But there's this whole path of, um, really it's hard since we don't go to church anymore and we don't want to talk about God as if God was like something secular but like we're not the sun the sun is eternal and all-powerful and the giver of light that keeps everything going and we're not that we create shadow with our bodies I'm gonna stop (laughs) but I made it And I'm Lisa Starr, I am another yourself, and in my end, we say in Lakesh.